Hello, welcome to Psychic-ish. I'd actually written down a new little, like, summary of what this is about. Welcome to Psychic-ish, the podcast for semi-psychics who lead normal lives. Does that sound good? (laughs) I think it sounds good. We'll see. I'll use it for a few episodes and see how I feel. However, if you're new here, my name is Lydia. I am the host of this podcast. I'm kind of psychic have been my whole life but I'm not as psychic as the people you see on tv and the media so I kind of struggle to find anyone that experiences stuff similar to me I very much lead a normal life and psychic stuff just happens to me maybe like twice a week so it's not all consuming but it's definitely very much there and it's very real for me so this podcast is sort of my way to reach out to anyone who experiences similar stuff. After last week's episode of sharing listeners' experiences, we're back to regular programming, which means I'm back to talking about myself. talking about myself so it's just so ironic that I do this but anyway let's move forward shall we in today's episode I'm sharing something really really recent with you it's the latest experience I've had at my mum's house I stayed the night there on the 2nd of May so when this releases I mean it'll be about a week ago for right now it's about five days ago and um Let's just say my mum's place is like the gift that keeps on fucking giving. I mean, I thought we were done with everything paranormal happening there, but apparently not. Uh, And just while we're on that note, let's keep our fingers crossed for me to be able to get some sleep because I'm going to stay there again for four nights in a few days. (laughs) And I'm scared. Anyway, after that... I talk about a dream I had a few weeks ago and this is kind of the only fitting time to talk about it because it links a little bit into moving overseas and perhaps moving back. It's almost like a little tarot reading in a dreamscape. Hmm. (laughs) So let's get right into it. So I'm up in Auckland for two weeks before I move away to Canada. And um, you know, back in episode six, that episode where I uh, tried to be a DJ and failed and talked about how, uh, sorry, there's just some bird, like so much greenery and wildlife outside my sister's window and it's a little bit distracting like I'm used to just looking at my wall but this is very picturesque loving the vibe very tranquil (laughs) very where the crawdads sing (laughs) so not what a niche reference okay hope there's some readers out there that can appreciate that great book if you want to read a good book don't be deterred by the hype where the crawdads sing great book Oh, yeah, was I? Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, in episode six, 
I talked about quite a few experiences where I had some heightened activity in my mum's house where she lives in Auckland. And uh, there was a time where I felt something dropped on my back while I was trying to fall asleep. And then also saw someone sort of walk out of a closet and into the lounge. And then earlier in the year, I stayed at that place. And I had a little old lady come to me while I was in the bathroom. And she said something along the lines of, not going to hurt you. Just wanted you to know I was here. It's always been me. I'll protect you. You'll have a good sleep, etc., etc. And she was absolutely gorgeous. And for the first time, I felt at peace in that house and felt like I was being protected while I slept and wasn't feeling like I was being watched. So naturally, when I was coming up to Auckland this time, I mean, I'm saying I'm staying with my sister because her husband's away and I just sort of wanted to help out with her and a baby. The first night I arrived, I was really exhausted and my mum had picked me up from the airport and I said, you know, why don't I just stay here the night before going to my sister's tomorrow? And that was all good. There were no qualms. My mum was beyond excited to get me into anatomy of a scandal. She just thinks it's the greatest thing since sliced bread. I mean, we watched the first episode. I'm intrigued, but I'm not, you know, fighting my way to watch the rest. Maybe we'll see later on. Anyway, it goes to the time where I'm meant to go to sleep. And again, as I said, felt really comfortable in that place. I was kind of wondering if, um, kind of wondering if that little old lady would show up again and she didn't. I didn't hear her. I didn't see her. But at the end of my bed in that room is a picture of my granddad, who I know I've talked about before, as in I've mentioned that he's passed. Uh, but it's sort of, I'm still grieving him since 2009. He was like the light of my life. <laughs> so um, there's a picture of him and my nana, who's still alive, at the on sort of like a chest at the end of the bed. And my mum used to take that photo out of the room when I was staying there because she was worried it would scare me. And that time when I was there, when all that activity started, I actually said to her, no, please keep it there because I, I feel like he protects me and I say goodnight to him while I sleep. So just going to get to sleep. I say goodnight to my granddad, say goodnight to my nana. And I think I even say goodnight to the little old lady that I thought might be hanging around. And um, basically I've had the only experience in the last year and a half that's really terrified me to my bones. I'm not um I'm not purposefully pausing for effect here. I'm just sort of gazing out the window um and zoning out a little bit because it's still fresh and still scary to think about. But what I actually did in that morning when I woke up is I took a little voice recording of what happened that night before. So I'm just going to play that for you now. 
I just need a preface before I, oh, my sister just turned up and she's standing outside the windows and she's just watching me. So <laughs> she's brought me lunch, <laughs> but it's quite distracting. So I'm just going to close my eyes. I actually don't want my family to listen to this little story because I don't want them to be afraid of my mum's house. So just for your own good, please just fast forward three to four minutes and I'll put like a little harp sound, a little dreamy sound at the end of the story so that you know it's over and then you can tune back in. I'm sorry, I just, I care more for your peace of mind. place just for the night and this is the first time since I um, was staying in her room and a little old lady came to me while I was in the bathroom and then after that I'd always felt safe sleeping here so I actually went to sleep not worrying at all um, but then just as I went to sleep I actually saw quite a few faces. I saw about four, um, and that's quite a lot for me recently because I've kind of been in a stretch where I haven't been seeing them at night because if I try and sit down and have 20 minutes where I can let anyone come through during the day, then they don't come through at night, which has really helped my sleep. Um... One of those faces, the last one that I saw just before I went to sleep, was my grandmother who passed away before I was born. And I know I've said before that I actually talk to her a lot now. And I do. That hasn't changed. But when I do, she kind of comes through, um, kind of like she's in her 30s or 40s. That's the age that I recognise her as being, so it's not the age she was when she passed away, which is what I was quite scared of, seeing photos of her in that age as a kid, and not the age where I saw her in her wedding dress, which also used to scare me as a kid. But last night she came through and the face was identical to the face um, in that wedding photo that I saw her in her wedding dress. It actually unnerved me a little. Every interaction I've had with her has not scared me at all in like the past six months or so when it's really quite ramped up. But um, yeah, I, I got a little bit scared. And then somehow I fell asleep. Oh, I'm just remembering. A lot happened last night, but most of the stuff I can't really remember. I just remember falling asleep, waking up, and like all the stuff happening at once. So, anyway, I just remember waking up and seeing like how I see faces at night. So, like that image where sort of burnt out in the back of my eyes, or I mean, that's what it feels like. Of like these two really old men, but I know I've said that when um, when people come.
come through, they don't seem scary. And these guys seemed scary. I don't know what it is about them, but I can see them still right now. Like, I can remember what they looked like. And it freaked me out. And then I looked to the end of my bed and opened my eyes. And there was just a little girl standing there. And that freaked me out. She was kind of just standing there looking at me. Just still. And I couldn't see her. I could kind of just mostly see her shape. I couldn't really see her face. Um, but yeah standing at the end of the bed um, and yeah I tried to get to sleep afterwards and I couldn't so I had to put an episode of friends on to kind of distract me like I have had to for like the last 15 years I haven't had to do that since the concussion because I just haven't been scared of this stuff Last night was scary. And I woke up because at the end of my bed is like this little chest or console thing that was my mum's. And there's a photo of my nana and granddad on there. And I woke up and I said, you didn't protect me last night. <laughs> I told him off a little. I'm just a bit afraid to go to sleep but I'm not staying here so that's the that's a good thing that's about a week away we're back we're back <laughs> family it's safe to listen now <laughs> so this is kind of like the only fitting time as well for me to share a dream I had a few weeks ago uh just because it kind of ties in with me and my boyfriend going away. So I'm actually going to play that for you now as well. I want to record this because it's early in the morning, but I woke up from my dream and I keep replaying it and replaying it and replaying it, so I don't forget it, but it means that I can't sleep. Um... Basically, I had this big full-on dream, and it was really cool, and then I ended up, towards the end of it, like, walking home, and I was walking through this big, 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 like, abandoned house that just, like, everyone knew was haunted or something like that. It was really creepy. And I was walking through it with um, some friends that I'd been with for the rest of the dream, and I came across my boyfriend. He was sitting at this table, and he was like, do you want to play some cards? And I was like, okay. And then he just starts, like, putting all these cards down, and he starts flipping them, and he's like, okay, it's a big adventure. All right, there's big success coming your way. There's the end of suffering, like the end of your concussion journey. And, um... Something else, like happiness or something like that and I was like wait are you doing a tarot reading on me because I've never had tarot and I've been like um on TikTok there's this there's this one um account that I just get really drawn to 
Every time she does a tarot reading, I'm like, oh, is this for me? But then there's like millions of people in the comments that say the same. But tarot is something I've always been like quite scared of. And then, so that was like five right in front of me. All these really like positive ones that did like do quite relate to what's coming up for us and what I've been feeling. Like I really feel like I hope this is true. Like it's the end of my concussion recovery because it's been so long. And then he, like, went to the corner, like, closest to himself and was like, why are you going to come home from overseas? Because we are going overseas for a while. And he flipped over a card and it was, like, a new family. And he had this, like, really big smile. And then he flipped a card over next to it and it was, like, pregnancy. So it's like, we're going to come back because we're going to be pregnant and he was just like so happy like he was stoked and I truly feel like I've been watching these terror things on TikTok being like oh I wonder if they're for me I don't know and then this reading was like somehow I feel kind of purposely sent for me like I know this sounds so silly, but I truly think it was a proper reading. Like, I was being told what's to come through either my subconscious or spirit guides or whoever, but it was really cool that my boyfriend was the one to pull the cards because he's, um, he's a skeptic. He's one that doesn't believe in any of this stuff, but, like, maybe... Maybe we have known each other in a previous life. Maybe he was the more intuitive one in a previous life. Who knows? Oh, and I think we had a soulmate card as well. Now, I'm a little bit torn with that dream because on one hand, it feels really real and really right. I'm moving overseas because I've always wanted to live somewhere overseas before I settle and start a family. So we're kind of ticking that off in a place where my boyfriend can do an extreme sport that he absolutely loves. He's a mountain biker. So I don't know if the dream was telling me what is going to happen or if it was telling me what I'd like to happen, you know? So that's one side. Maybe this is absolutely going to happen whether you want it to or whether it's going to be, that's one side that I'm kind of mulling over in my mind. But then on the other side, I'm really skeptical. I'm just like, okay, it was just a dream. You guys love your cards. You play Monopoly deal. You waste his ass every time you play Monopoly deal. So he gets angry and wants to stop. <laughs> I can so get away with that because he doesn't listen to the podcast. If any of Daniel's friends are listening. Please don't tell him. Don't be a rat. <laughs> so on one side, I'm like, it's just a dream. Yeah, this might be why we come back from Canada. But on the other hand, I'm like, please don't hold me to it because you never know what someone's journey is going to be like. And it might be that that's a plan and it can't happen. Or, I mean, you just never know. So... I've put the dream out there, of course it's what I'd like to happen, but I'm very aware 
that it might not. So I'm just putting this out there in case we do come back from Canada and I'm still doing this podcast in like a few years time. I can be like, hey, remember episode 10 when my boyfriend did that dream? And the other funny thing is, I mean, you know how skeptical my boyfriend is. So I don't know why when I watch those TikTok videos with tarot and I tell myself the message really relates to me, but it shouldn't be for me because there's so many people that are saying in the comments that it's, you know, exactly for what's going on for them in their life at that very moment. Maybe in my dream I kind of had to have the message from someone like him because that's the only messenger that I'd believe the message from. If that makes sense. Hmm. Anywho, I have this little experiences book that I keep to note down whatever new thing happens with my psychic abilities. And I know back in episode 5, was it, I told you all about how I was shown by my spirit guides how to open up my mind and help souls sort of move on from earth. I have been trying or trialing that for I'd say about a year now and I'm quite open to sharing what some of my experiences have been throughout doing that. So this has nothing to do with that council that I was talking about, they're sort of always there where they can nod and shake their heads. Sometimes I see them in these little sessions, but it's mostly with my spirit guides or whichever spirit is lingering around and wanting to share something. They come through and that way it's easier for me. They've got a certain amount of time to share their message and then once it's off, I can disconnect from it um, in whichever way feels natural in that moment and then when I go to sleep that night, no one comes through to me. So that's what helps me sort of control that and I'm actually just thinking maybe that's why that little girl came through to me at my mum's because while we've been packing up to leave I haven't been doing that for like the past month and usually I do it maybe once or twice a week it's only 20 minutes long that's all I can really handle uh so maybe that's why they're sort of starting to spill through because maybe there's a bit of a backlog or maybe they're just getting a bit frustrated that I I'm not letting them come through who knows but I actually wanted to share a little experience from that but maybe it will be next episode because as always I've rambled 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 on so that's pretty much all I have today if you enjoyed the podcast please share it with someone you love Or you can do what my really good friend from high school years, and we still keep in touch, the first episode that came out, (laughs) she was really excited to listen, and she said that she was going to airdrop it to everyone on the bus on her way to work. (laughs) So you can do what she does and airdrop it, you know, just while you're walking down the street. I'm really tempted when I'm on the plane to Canada. I might airdrop it to everyone on the plane. Or maybe I'll just keep you dropping it to my boyfriend. I'm like, yeah, you've got 13 hours. You can't escape. You can catch up on every single episode. (laughs) Enjoy. (laughs) So that's always an option. Uh, But I'll have a little question box up tomorrow on Thursday after the episode. If you want to share, if you've seen any figures at the end of your bed recently. So you can share that if you feel comfortable. Only if you feel comfortable. 
And maybe also if you've had any dreams that you feel like have had some sort of prophetic meaning to them or that you really know was meant to be a message for you. No pressure, again, only if you're comfortable, but I think that could be really interesting. Thank you again for listening. See you next Wednesday. Bye-bye.